just give a little vibe for your aunt story here. Let's go. <laughs> no? Wait, what? What's going on? I'm so confused right now. Are we starting? Is this how this is going? We want to know what's up with the ants. Oh, no. So, like, yeah. So, I, 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 I like, totally have this, this ant thing going on. And I was, I was, I was just trying to give I was you a vibe train. for your story. That's basically what oh, I was Oh, I, I was confused. I, I totally am going to California tomorrow. So, I was really excited. Yeah, exactly. I was but really excited. It's cool. Going back to Cali. Going um, back to... So, I should have did that. Oh, damn it. <laughs> it's okay. Tupac uh, is one of my favorites. I mean, Biggie's Wake good, up. too. I'm up, Diddy. What the fuck? I mean, but that was an LL song originally, right? Yeah. Oh, was it? I thought it was. I just saw him the other day. He was in town for this basketball game. You know, uh, Ice Cube has that basketball league. Oh, yeah. yeah the big yeah. three. So Ice Cube was here and LL Cool J was here and they were just like front row watching the game. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, it's hot. It was funny. Like Lit. two rap legends, but they don't, you're more likely to see them on a movie or. Oh, yeah. Or procedural, procedural cop show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what's up, y'all? This is Tressy. Uh, this is Cedric. And there's Ben. And we're we through the crate. Digging through cultural curtains, events through the hip hop lens. Let's get to it. Let's do it. Uh, I still want to hear this ant story. I feel like you owe it oh, to the craters. Oh, shit. Yeah. For... So, well, it's, it's, it's not even an update. Like, it's, okay. progress happens real slow. But randomly, I was on the train. And I freaking saw a queen ant on the train, and I was thinking the whole time, I'm, I'm, I'm sipping my cup of coffee. I'm like, How do I catch this? How do thing? I get this motherfucker? <laughs> oh my god! And how do I get this motherfucker without the people next to me thinking he is a weirdo picking up ants and bugs off the train? So I like covertly. It'll finished. never happen. I, well, shit! I, <laughs> no one saw me. I, I finished my coffee. I had some napkins with me, so I stuffed the napkins on top of the remaining ice on my iced coffee. And then I, I went to grab the ant that was like on the window seal of the back seat. And I, I touched it. And that like little line of vent that's on the train like caused the ant to fly up and it fell. And I didn't know where it fell. And I'm oh. like, oh shit. So I'm looking around. Doo, 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 doo. I look down and it's right on the floor. And I go to grab it. And again, it got w- w- washed up in some vent fumes. And I lost it again. And then it actually landed on my back. You are a I fucking weirdo, it. dude. And I caught it. It's at my house right now. He's capturing ants on the train. <laughs> oh my God! Ants on the train, starring Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> I'm telling these motherfucking ants on this motherfucking train. <laughs> All right, well, that was your little antidote, and uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> let's go ahead and get into the topics for today. Um, there wasn't a lot of music that we wanted to talk about. And of course, Drake dropped his album like right before we decided to record. So we're not going to talk about that today. We'll give you a little bit at the end of the podcast. But what we're going to talk about is the best or our top five albums, top five singles of 2018 so far. And give you a little bit of information as to why we believe that. Um, We're right. I'm right. I'm always right. I uh, didn't know if you guys knew that, but yeah, that's just kind of how I roll. I am correct in all things. Call me God or goddess. Doesn't matter. Um, 
Yeah, so um, why don't you start us off there, goddess? <laughs> okay. Um, so I actually had a really hard time trying to pick two out of the five. Um, I can give you my first three. First three came easy? Yeah, my first three came easy. Right. I'm still deciding in my head about the last two. Um, first one for me was the Black Panther album. Got it. Um, that one was just solid all around. Uh, it had a nice flow to it. I mean, plenty of hits off of it. Lots of um, eclectic, like, not eclectic, but just like new things I haven't heard before. So had to give it to that. Um, Victory Lap is my second. I mean, this, again, is in no complete order. Um, I guess I could, should say. It's not like in no, like, ranking. Um, but uh, Victory Lap was my the second one I, I listened to, and I was like, okay, this one's definitely going in there. Um, just because Nipsey has been extremely consistent with his sound. And having Diddy, like, produce that album has just taken him to, like, a whole nother level. And he still has that raw, like, L.A. nigga type of shit. An extra polish on it. Yeah, exactly, with an extra polish on it. So, And I still listen to a lot of the songs that are on that album. So mm-hmm. uh, the replay play value for that album was good. So I put that one in there. Um, the one that I knew I could not leave out, and actually I picked this one first, was Care For Me, mm-hmm. Saba. Like, that one was just all around to me, I think... Uh, had everything. It, I mean, probably, I think it was conceptually sound. I thought it had an engaging story, interesting delivery because of the way he would change his voice. Um, and then I just sonically loved the the landscape. Um, it was just awesome. So those were the three. Um, I'll, I'll give you guys my top three, and then you guys go ahead and talk, and then I'll give you my <laughs> last two. Because <laughs> it's hard. I, have, I can tell you who I had on here. Uh, J. Cole, KOD, Book of Ryan... Daytona, Streams of Thought, and J-Rock. So those are the ones that I'm trying to, that are fighting for those last two spots. So, Still fighting. Yeah. I mean, it's close. Because mm-hmm. I had like all the ones that you had. Those yeah. top three are definitely on my list. <laughs> nice. I mean, yeah. And then to add on to those, I had, I put Daytona on there. So P- P- Pusha T's seven song, uh, masterpiece. I'm not saying classic. I was way too soon to say that, but it's it's definitely an enjoyable listen. And I didn't realize how much I liked Daytona until I didn't listen to it for like a week. And then I went back and listened to it again. I was like, oh shit, yeah, this is this is hard. Uh, so seven songs, and I think what also made the seven song thing good for me was I realized quickly if I didn't like it. There'd be no reason to play it again. It's only seven songs. Like, I'm not going back to that. But I just, I found myself just like still going back. And none of the songs really got that old to me, even though mm-hmm. it was so short. And I would listen to it two times at a time because it was so short. So, uh, Daytona, definitely. And then, my in addition to yours, so my other two would be uh, Kitsy Ghost. I really enjoyed that Cuddy and Kanye project. Like, I had been waiting for Cuddy to come with something that was actually... No, you're, you're making all these faces, <laughs> Tressie. But look. No, it's okay. Go ahead. Kid Cuddy did birth a lot of the style that we're seeing right now. And he unfortunately hasn't been able to live up to his own godfatherness of it, of that sound, you mm. know? Uh, 
these kids have been running with it and doing it better. I mean, there was a period in time where Young Thug was doing his style better than he was, you know? And he came through on this one with the emotion and, I mean, the lyrics were okay. Um, but, mm-hmm. the, but the production, the styles, the changes in his voice, he got the kind of raspy cutty on some of these tracks and it, it was really good um, from beginning to end. I mean, yeah, most definitely one of the best songs on the album, dude. Come on. It's beautiful. So what was your five all again? All right. Uh, Saba, uh-huh. Take Care. Um, Daytona, Pusha T. Mm-hmm. Kids See Ghost by Kids See Ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, Victory Slap. I'm sorry. That slap because <laughs> it is a slap. Uh, <laughs> it is a slap. Uh, victory Slap and... Um, it's Victory Lap. Uh, oh, yeah. For all those other people that don't know. But oh, yeah. yeah. Victory Lap and... Uh, what, was, what was the fifth one on that? Uh, you said it already. Black Panther soundtrack. Black Panther. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What about you, bro? Uh, I have Overlap too. Uh-huh. Uh, Black Panther soundtrack stood out. Yes, yeah. it almost feels like cheating because it's not like yeah, some it's person's artists, album. Yeah, but it it's really good project and it 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 has a really nice flow to it. Mm-hmm. Um, can't can't not include it. Uh, Nipsey Hussle did come up too because it's it. There were just so many songs that just kind of stuck with you, right? And you you had to you have to give it credit. I was still I'm still like. Not happy about like some of the things that Nipsey Hussle said, but mm-hmm. I couldn't ignore how how catchy and good the music yeah. was. Yeah. yeah, some good stories in there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daytona uh, also stood out to me. Uh, I don't think it's I don't think it's like that amazing, mm-hmm. but as far as the things that I've listened to this year, it's it's up there. There are some songs that. I had problems with like I feel like they could have been better different mm-hmm. direction but you know it's it's Pusha T and he's he's the kind of person that will raise anything that's given to him give him crap be beat he'll make right. the song better etc um and then uh I'll say that Saba also came up so that's another one we had in common and and then I I gave it to Royce Five Nine for okay. Book of Ryan. Mm-hmm. I I thought Book that it was it. it was good it was a good listen and it was just like so cohesive just telling this story it was it was great great stuff. So with you guys saying that I think I just fe- figured out my last two. Um, Book of Ryan was gonna go on there, but I don't think I've replayed a lot of songs on there, and I think that's why I can't put it back on there. Um, Royalty by Earth Gang. I don't, I'm not sure if it's an album or an EP, but that one I go back to, and I'm putting that one on my list. Mm-hmm. So that'll be number four. Um, and then I'm also going to... I think I'm going to put J-Rock on there as well. Whoa. Oh, I was a little surprised by that. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> so J-Rock over KOD? I think so. I'm shocked. <laughs> I don't know how much... But, but see, this... Well, I'm still kind of thinking about it because I did go back to... Cole a lot more than I went back to J-Rock, but I'm wondering if it's because of the timing in which they were released because I've had more time to go back to J. Cole versus J-Rock. So I've been trying to think about which one is better. I'm Because when I listen to it again today, when I listen to KOD again today, I kind of got the feeling that he was trying to be somebody else, which I understand was kind of like the theme of the the album. But I kind of, I don't know, I think it got annoying 
<laughs> to hear him rap like Migos, all them like to hear that that flow from him so much. Um, so I think that's why I'm going with J Rock. Even though J Rock, I think he's trying to do other things with his flow right now. I think it's less um, annoying to me right now. Maybe talk to me in a month. Who knows? But <laughs> that's why I'm putting him up there. I think. I wasn't expecting you to put J-Rock up there like that. Yeah, I know. He must have really impressed you with this project. I think he did. Because I don't really listen to a lot of J-Rock like that. So, I don't know. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I expected us to have a, a decent amount of overlap. Yeah. Um, Book of Ryan almost made my list. I was like on the verge. Um, and I would have put the Black Thought Project on there, but that was an EP. Yeah. But that right. was definitely... Like, I, I just wasn't, you know, I, I was trying to be, I don't know, as fair as I could be, I guess. But that Black Thought shit, I mean, I just have to, just, I just yeah. want to throw that out again. That this dude <laughs> is a freaking God, all but, right? <laughs> see, and I had that too. I think I was going back and forth about him, about Black Thought and Earth Gang. Okay. And I think Earth Gang just sonically was a lot more, like, I love the bars that are coming from Thought, but... Earth Gang just gives me like I I, sh- I should have been a stoner back in the day or something like that. Like I should have been a stoner because I love those those vibey type of yeah songs and like I just I love the way they they say things too. It's very out reminiscent of Outkast as we all know, but I feel like they put their own stamp on it, and I think that's why I like that. Even though I mean like it's it's it was very neck and neck, very very close for both of them to make that list. Like I listened to. Streams of thought again, and I was like, "Fuck, this is hard." It's like this is just hard to make a choice. Like yeah. sometimes, t- talk to me a month; it'll probably be completely different. I mean, one thing I, mm-hmm. I didn't even put Kod on on my like short list. Yeah, I it wasn't that it good just, for you. Well, I thought it was when it came out, and then I realized I never went back to that. Yeah, it happens sometimes, right? I, mean, just- I haven't gone back to Daytona as much as I thought I was. But yeah, I don't know if that's a Kanye thing or <laughs> it's probably part. It's probably part of it. Maybe subconsciously, because I'm not doing that consciously. Like nobody said Nas this- either. No, that shit was not. No, <laughs> you know, who knows? Give us some time. Maybe, yeah, maybe things will shift. Who knows? For <laughs> another, sure. Oh yeah, um, oh. let's go on to singles. Ben, you got some singles for us. I got some singles. I and we were looking for f- five singles. At first, I had trouble thinking of them, and then suddenly, I I was like excluding ones. So my number one was uh, Black Boy JB, Look Alive. Oh snap! Look Alive with Drake. Yeah. Drizzy Drake. Damn. And then number two was a uh, YG Su Whoop. Mhm. Uh. I shouldn't say they're a number. <laughs> right. See, because these are always, they're never going to be off. in any. They'll definitely throw you off. Yeah. And then uh, Flatbush Zombies Headstone. Oh, hell yeah. That was a good one. How the fuck did I forget about that song? <laughs> and then uh, the um, the Weeknd and Kendrick Lamar, Pray For Me, on off the back, Black Hoop Panther soundtrack. the scoop. <laughs> I know. I know. But I was like, this. Really? It, yeah. I know. I know that. You guys are not not fans, but it every time <laughs> it's on, maybe it, maybe I'm thinking about different parts, but like the music, like the way they do the drums and stuff, and the the production wise, it's huge. Yeah, yeah it's great. 
And I'm not even. I don't not like the song. And I, I still, know Tessie just doesn't like the weekend. I still like the weekend. I think I haven't <laughs> been like. I haven't been like over saturated with the weekend because I ended up just skipping a lot of his projects. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the last song in the five is last time I checked Nipsey Hustle. Uh, yeah, that one stays in your mind. Mm-hmm. There were a couple that I, I was thinking about, which were like Royce, Bob Boat, and J. Cole with False Prophets. And I think I like the idea of them Did more Did that come than, out this year? Didn't it? Mm-hmm. False Prophets? False Prophets came out before his last project. Came out before... Uh, For Your Eyes Only. Yeah. yeah so I think, I think oh, that came out. Them way out. Well, doesn't mm. matter. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's... I think that song came back up because of the whole yeah. uh, Wale thing. And because of Wale? It yeah, because he was he, he was taking shots at Wale in that song. And, Ka- and Kanye. Kanye. Yeah. And Kanye, too. The Kanye yeah. is what I was noticing. Kanye, yeah, yeah. It was both of them. Yeah. It's hmm? funny. They both had issues this year. Oh, yeah. Let's take this shot. I poured one for Ty just in loving memory. <laughs> in memory of Ty. Here we go. Yeah. All right. I guess that's going to be the shot. <laughs> sure. You um, Cedric? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I guess since you did pull up the weekend song, I actually like the one with, with SZA better. All the, all the stars? All the stars. Which mix? <laughs> I know, right? Which mix? There's like fucking four different mixes of this song. Um, but yeah, all the stars. Um, man, this is America. Childish Gambino. Um, That was a big one for me. Um, Man. All right, this is going to be weird, but I actually do really like this song. (laughs) One of my guilty pleasures from this this year, Power Glide from from, from Ray Schremer. The Power Glide. Yeah, yeah. I actually kind of fuck with that song. Was was Juicy J on that one? He was on that. Okay. Juicy J was on that one. Hmm. Um, we're kind of picking these like right on the spot kind no, of. No, no, no. What was the what song with the... um with ASAP Rocky with the dude from England on it? Yeah, that's that one was Skepta, is it? Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, it was kind of a good song. I I just just started listening to it though, so it wasn't. You want me to play it real quick? I came. I saw. I came, I saw, What's the I name praise of? the Lord. It's got a weird name, I don't know. That one, because that, that album was definitely not, not very good. Exactly. Oh, yeah, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I kind of remember this one. Get it? <laughs> Text this, message, I don't know the number. This should have been uh, the first on single. Niggas, yes, it should have been the first single. It's got such a good numbers. bounce on it. Even then. Yeah, in retrospect, it's so obvious. <laughs> mm. Um, I think I, I think I, I I got one more, right? I think so. What did you say all all together again? Um, all the stars. Praise uh, the Lord. Praise the Lord. Um, uh, power slide. Power. <laughs> power glide. Slide glide. And you got one more. I got one more. Slide glide. I don't know. 
this is America was the other one I had. And, and yes, this is America. Uh, I don't know, Tress. What you got? I, I still got one okay. more <laughs> um, I've got Ape Shit. I've listened to that over the, and over. The reference track version? No. Okay. The original. Or the the <laughs> the release version. Um I've also got um uh Ape Shit and then who else? I just had it in my fucking head. Oh, um Nice for What? I have listened to that. A lot. Oh, yeah. Drake. That is that, super catchy. It is. Nice for what? I just didn't want to include it because it's so, it, it relies on the sample so much. It's a good song. I mean, it is. It's a good song. It's a good song. I just, I got it. And then I'm also going to give it to Look Alive as well because I turn up to the, the fuck to that song. Like, Look Alive is great. So Drake has made my list twice. Um, what else is out there? Mm. What do you want me to put up? Just say it. The, uh, the, the numbers so we can see the time on the big screen. Oh, got you. <laughs> I could pull it up here for you, bro. Um, What else? Uh, Look alive, look alive. What else have I been listening to? I'd put J-Rock's win on there. Oh, win. Win was hot. I like that I'd song. I'd put J-Rock's win. And did Stir Fry come out? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Did Stir Fry then. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. So. Um I'm literally looking at um or or Bad Company too. Black Boy JB got on there too. Like three times? Was that twice for me? Bad yeah. Company. Y'all remember that song? Yeah. Your face looks like you hate it. I no, I just <laughs> I don't really remember. I remember the name, but it doesn't. I will give you. No women are on our list. Hmm. What, what what did they? I didn't know that we were picking like SZA and I shit mean, like that. I for... guess if I, we're talking about like, singles, we could pick like SZA. like uh. But Chung Lee. Clearly, she had a big single out, but I thought Nikki, it was... Nicki Minaj with with Chung Lee, Cardi B's whole shit. Yeah, she's uh. I don't listen. To, right I I didn't listen to her album. Like we did give her a good review for her album, but I didn't listen to her album after that. Mm. I'm just not that big of a fan. I mean, I'm a fan of her as a person, but like her music is just I'm not a fan of that genre of music. That's just, you know that. Yeah, I've been I've been trying to pay more attention to to you know things that women put out. What were we talking about? Uh, young Young Ma. We, yeah, like we were checking out her stuff, but it was. Yeah. <laughs> I think her her um the the pop not the shine. What what is it? It's whatever it is has has um Oh yeah, wore yeah, off. yeah. Her buzz? Yeah, her buzz. I was looking for a different word, but yeah. Yeah, you gotta move fast with that. Maybe. We'll see. Sometimes the appeal out, of so. her has has worn off. It's like people are kind of like, oh, we we know. We get it. It's like when you buy a new electronic and you wait till the last second to peel off that little plastic piece on the screen. And, you <laughs> finally, and then you finally peel it off and you're like, it ain't new no more. I'm going to do a random. Automatic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh. You know, come on. You know what I'm about. <laughs> All right. So uh, when I was thinking about these, uh, these top albums, it made me think about ones that were kind of they felt forgotten to me. 
You can give me your opinion on these. I'll just run through them real got quick. It, got it. I'm ready for this. ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky. Yes, he, was, <laughs> he, he was number he got, one. He got totally overshadowed by the whole Drake. For for sure. And push the T thing. Yeah. And then I, I put a Ray Shremmer, Shrem Life 3. There was a... I heard a lot of people talking about it when it first came out, but I, something about three albums and everything. I mean, three. Yeah. I didn't even listen to it. You know what? It was. It wasn't that bad, but it also wasn't that good. It was. It was a very middle of the of the road project, and the problem was its, it's length. And yeah. I think we talked about this before about how there were short albums and then there were long albums. There weren't many that were like in the middle, and this was this was one of the longer ones where you had three separate projects. Yeah, and maybe there's a reason why Outkast only did two. <laughs> Yeah. And not that third one. True. So. Uh, here's another one. Just tell me what you think. Kanye West. Yay. Was that one glossed over? I, I mean, don't think it, it was. Yeah, I don't think it was glossed over. I just I think feel it like it was bookended by two stronger albums. Yes. And it was funny because he's behind all of them. But, yeah. Because he made eight songs like a month prior to fucking releasing it. Yeah. Like, nobody cares. Nobody likes that shit. We like polished Kanye. And it just... It showed. And it's fucked up because you fucked up Tiana Taylor's album. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) There's a reason why we like Daytona and Kids See Ghosts more because there was obviously more work put into them. Mm -hmm. Right. Obvious. Yeah. Um, And you can't just talk all this bullshit and then not address any of it on your album. Yeah, you fucking loser. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I know how you feel about Kanye, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> but go ahead. I thought uh, Black Boy JB's album... Wait, he had an album? <laughs> did yes. not listen wait, to wait, it. Wait, wait, what? Did not happen? know what happened. <laughs> it came out. He had an album come out? It came out. Oh, shit. Was it, it good? Oh, yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but it's like... Dude, you got you got one of the biggest songs, but somehow like like three, yeah. yeah, yeah. I named two of them on my fucking top singles. It was just yeah, the hottest strange. new dance of the fucking summer. Yeah, yeah. The dance is incorporated in every. There's fucking mascots. Little white kids are doing your dance. Yes, that's how you know you made it. Wait, you might be able to tell me. I think you could do it in like Fortnite or they something. They put right? yes, it's in Fortnite. <laughs> they put that yes. shit in Fortnite. It's in Fortnite. They owe him money. <laughs> no, they don't owe him shit. <laughs> Can't it's copyright a dance. It's in public domain. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, yeah. you would expect a little more. Sheesh. Um, and then... I'm liking this. Let's keep going. The other going. one, not as big, but Rich the Kid. Look, dude, Outta okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Are you, are you putting the crickets for Rich the Kid? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was going to argue, and then the wheel just went away. <laughs> I'll save that energy for something. So, so, sorry, Rich. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to see what other of these. That's, that's, him ty- that's, that's you typing an email that Rich could. Like, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I did try, yo. I, 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 I began formulating a rebuttal, and then I just... What's this next one? Yeah. Then the last one. Uh, Culture 2. It's too fucking long. You should have said it at the end of that. I don't have comedic timing. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. 
All right, culture two, too long. It was just too long. Yeah. So it was, it's. Oh, that's, that's it. Culture too long. Culture too <laughs> culture long. Culture too long. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it was it was too long. But it was packed with, I think, enough singles that'll give Migos legs for the rest of the year. Yep. I mean, they can still release videos on just the best six songs from the album from the 24. Was... Well, they did. I mean, they had one of the best videos, I think. Walking well, Like I Talk is fucking yep. a dope ass video. It's awesome video. It's a dope video. Um, Fun. <laughs> they just did. They just did a a, a Narcos video. They did. Oh, yep. I didn't see that. They just did a Narcos video. Yeah. Um. I don't know. And they can they can keep doing videos. Yeah, I mean, see if they try to get um more more mileage out of it, but it's. It's weird. Like we were talking about um, ape shit, and how you can recognize Amigo's song and the Amigo's style. Uh, so, the one th- one thing that I hated about Culture Two is just how formulaic it was. It was like, boom, boom, boom. It's like they just put down. It's like they had a template. It's like this is how we're. They gonna always make have every a template, song. though, don't they? But on an album that long to take so little time to diverge from it, it was it was crazy. Yeah. Um, but That's yeah. the way life goes. Dun, 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 dun. I also, I also <laughs> took a little... The way me goes. <laughs> I also took That's a little time to think goes. about some of the, some of the uh, craziest lines. I only, I only had two, but they, they stood out to me. We, we talked about it a little. Scoopity... Scoopity poop. Scoopity doopity poop. How then, do you respond? <laughs> Scoop. That shit was hot though. I liked how I mean that was a dope. And then I thought about a la di da di da. Thought about my knob. La di da di da, a di da di dan. All right. Uh, Uh, Yeah. Cool. Well, that's the music portion, I guess. Uh, Y'all want to talk about Homegirl that just won in the 14th district? Uh, The 14th. District. 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 Like you on the last podcast. (laughs) Sure, 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 sure. What the fuck was that? Did you you leave that in there? Yes. Because you said shum, 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 shum. That's pretty fucking It's in the very, very beginning of the podcast. Go listen, guys. Um, Yeah, let's talk some politics. Let's talk about this upset. Yeah, this Um, uh, primary, Democratic primary in New York. New York's 14th district. District. What is it? What is it? Dish-crish. 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 District. 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 Which is actually, I mean, it, it's not like the district of the birth. Columbia. Place building and street <laughs> and I'm address of the first hip-hop party ever. But it is like in the Bronx and the Queens. And the Queens. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's it. That's it. I'm done. I'm gone. <laughs> leaving now. Okay, come back. All right, all right, all right. I'm fine, I'm fine. But yes, it's in. Uh, it it's what the the district has <laughs> is gerrymandered to include both the Bronx and Queens, right? But um, not where fifteen twenty Cedric, but close enough. So that's why we're gonna talk about it. That's how we tie to hip hop. Fuck it, you. It, it, it is. Cool. It is. It is hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um. So this young lady, um, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Yeah. Yeah, so people talk about her, like, as being young, like you say, because she's 28 years old. A millennial just won 
this primary, and she's most likely going to win the election. She's definitely going to win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, that's that's huge. Going to the House of Representatives. As she was a bartender like a year ago. She was yeah. a bartender, mm. and she and she knocked off an incumbent who's been there for what like 10, 14, 14 years. years? He was ten term. Who he, he right? He was t- ten. They term. said fourteen years in her interview that she had with uh, Hot ninety seven that he's been there for fourteen years on on. Uh, oh, uh, like unopposed. unopposed. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I could I could see that. Yeah. Joseph Crawley. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, nobody saw that coming. Nobody. This dude was supposed to take over for Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, I, th- I think he was like the number four in yep. in the house. Hmm. He was next up. He was next on the list to he he was leadership. Yeah. You know, this is not just a random Democrat that was knocked right. off. This was a part of a part of the the company mm-hmm. that all the rich people hold. Mm-hmm. The donors love this guy. There's there's a there's a big difference between being uh, in leadership in the party as far mm-hmm. as Congress goes and you're, you're standing in your own district. It's right. weird. Right, because you're representing more than just your district then. You're also representing the rest of the Democrats and what you need them to do or money you need to raise for them yeah. and policies that you can actually try to get passed for everybody. So yeah, he was definitely... Maybe lost sight after a while. Yeah, from his uh, but district. You you gotta you gotta appreciate that that there's that thing. If you're looking nationally, like oh, we gotta raise money, we gotta do this, and you don't see enough of your people in your district, then it's gonna hurt you. And that's what yeah. that's what she did. She she posted a picture which was pretty nice about the shoes that she started with when she was going knocking on doors, meeting people. She wore them out, and Damn. it was just like. Constantly, people are like, oh, I've never even like seen this this guy or heard of him. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, he's doing some work, but if if you lose that connection with your home district, it's going to cost you. He got comfortable. I mean, fourteen years. What do you expect? Like, I I don't need to go anywhere. Then all of a sudden, I mean, I I, I, rem- I she was talking about like this guy wouldn't even debate her. Like they they had to like beg to get a uh, TV debate going. Um, what what was it? Uh. They sent they sent a representative of Latino descent to oh, debate her um, at a town hall or something like that. This is what just what I'm getting from uh, an interview that she did with Hot Hot 97. But and then they advent- I guess they got some flack, caught some flack for that, and ended up having that TV debate. And I think she killed him on that one. I don't know, but um, but yeah, like it's just very interesting. Like this is a this is a district of. Very wealthy people and very poor people. Not a lot of in between there, um, and the majority of the people in that district are Latino. Um, mm-hmm. So fifty percent, actually, yeah, fifty percent has Hispanic. So there's a lot of money and a lot a lot of people that don't have that money. A lot of working class people, right? Um, so I just thought it was very interesting to see such an upset. Like I think something like this will ho- hopefully. Um, Provide like a, a, a you know a, what is that a, a tidal wave or whatever the fuck over the country the, to so you can realize like shit like this can happen like if you start paying attention that's mm-hmm. what it kind of did for me like I'm trying to figure out what I can do here in Illinois now that I'm a voter in Illinois <laughs> but that's great because it was really gonna take a victory like this of someone 
defeating an incumbent, you know, mm-hmm. um, beating a big name, some young person, some what. what, what What's the trending term now? Democratic socialist, right? Like, yeah, this is, she's, she's, this she is, is a democratic socialist, right? This is this is a trending topic now, and people sometimes just say, "Oh, she's a socialist." It's like, well, it's you know, yeah, democratic socialist is a little different, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's it's great because now we're having a conversation about it. You can look at her um, her stances. It's a it's like a bullet bullet list of like ten things, and mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to to find a problem with it. You really right. gotta. You really need some mental gymnastics. The one that stood out for me, she wants to abolish ICE. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. I mean, ICE was formed as, I I think, part of the, the, like, Patriot Act. Yeah, Yeah. like after 9-11. ICE ain't been around forever. It's not like something that we necessarily have needed. But for some reason, I feel like it has. Like, you guys know that I'm not as politically versed as you guys. So, like, in my mind, I'm like, ICE, I feel like it's been around forever. But, like, yeah. No, I had had a similar thought. I was like, you know. I'm sure some, like, you know, there were these different divisions. I just mm-hmm. kind of assumed it was around there. And no, it's only been like 15 years. And the truth is that it was one of those reactionary things to mm-hmm. September 11. So uh, does it really need to be a separate, you know, branch? Is does That's it not federally regulated, right? Or something no, like it that? No, is, it, is? it is federal. What, what do they say? It was something, something's not regulated about it. It's still federal, but it's it's. I think they have more leeway. To, well, or like they don't discussion. have to like they can just deport without having to go through trials or something. Like I think that's or something like that that I read somewhere. Um, that's that's what the forty five has been pushing. for. Oh, forty five has been doing that. He's been he's been trying to do it. Or he's been talking about it, but it's hasn't it's not, happened. It's not legal. Like you can't just skip due process. I mean, why do we need judges though? Right? I mean, just. <laughs> just, <laughs> need judges. just, just have a freaking paper ba- bring a paper bag and we can use are that to determine to, who's guilty or not you're right are you referring to the that judge that's stepping down no I, i'm referring to trump uh, saying that we what do we need, need judges he literally yeah. said what do we need oh, judges okay. for but he's the rule of, of law president and he wants so yeah yeah Dumbass. ruler of all <laughs> but, so there is a there's a little bit of historical um uh, there's a in what's it like 2014 years ago the uh, the House what was he the majority leader um, of the Republican Party um, Eric Cantor lost mm-hmm. his primary and it was to a, a Tea Party candidate mm. so I think that this primary thing isn't necessarily uh, a sign of like a big wave of Democrats coming in. It's more of a, a show that, like, people are a little tired of the old guard. And we've seen women have been doing very well this year. Yeah. So. There's I, been, I think, more women signing up to run this year than there has ever been. Yeah. Or this this cycle. So it's it has been a big year for women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. I mean... <sighs> I think the the Tea Party thing that happened a while ago, I think Trump is like the culmination of that. It's like the... It started off as just a rebuttal to whatever the establishment was on, on, on the right wing. Because that's, mm-hmm. that's what, what Tea Party was. It's like, okay, you guys aren't going hard enough. You guys are staying too close to the middle. Like, 
we think we should be going even harder. Yeah. And that's what they decided to do. Um, and then I feel like Trump is just kind of the progression of that. Like, we're going, I mean, he was completely outside of what all the other Republicans were saying in a lot of those debates. Mm-hmm. And he was saying all these things that people were, were liking. And along those, you know, Tea Party lines of we need to worry about us, you know, we need to uh, start stop spending stupid money on stupid stuff and you know bring our money back home. Like that was that was what Trump was saying. So Trump kind of is that progression. So I I think this shouldn't be ignored because the Tea Party did start off small, mm-hmm. but it did kind of create this friction inside of the right and. There's definitely friction on on the left right now. And yeah, you've got moderate Democrats and progressive mm-hmm. Democrats who are not necessarily seeing eye to eye. Even well, though I feel like we should. We're all. I mean, you know, it's it's well, all about the same. The goal should be the same. Right. Yeah. Speaking people. of friction, they've already got people trying to discredit Miss Ocasio or Cortez. Mm. There's a this this uh article was just posted four hours ago. <laughs> uh saying that an ex-co-worker is no fan of the Democratic Socialist or Democratic Darling. Um, It basically just said, well, (laughs) like, it's literally one, two, three, maybe four paragraphs of a fucking article talking about, because you know how she was a bartender before. You should be, you should should disclose this is from page six. Yes, this (laughs) is from page six, sorry. Okay. But, like, I'm just saying, like, this is hilarious to me, like, uh, I, it's they're saying that she didn't dis, she there was five hundred sixty dollars worth of tips at the end of the night. The other the waitress that's complaining got fifty and complained to her manager and only got a hundred. So that at that point she hated Acacio Cortez. <laughs> like that that's that's the okay. I think I think that that what are you, there's a good chance that, that happened, but it's not like. Maybe she did most of the fucking work and your ass was sitting there doing nothing. Like, there's so much but I'm just saying, that could be part of it. It's, it's like, so funny. I could oh I could God. pull out one person that hates anybody. 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 But I'm just saying, like, oh. Of course, because the establishment's scared. Yeah. And it comes yeah. got knocked off. There, there, there they was, didn't see it coming. There was a lot of fear. And if she comes in with a lot of support, then you got to look at her like, well, she's got a lot of support. She can help with this, this vision of the party. We need to give her... Uh, a high position and things like that and people are scared of that because they've worked their way up to it and <laughs> she's Nancy, working too though <laughs> but I'm just, I get it I just think that it's really it's really sh- it's just kind of stupid to to try to fight back progress constantly when you got a group of like 60, 70 year old people in Congress who are like no we don't want to we don't want to change anything and we've seen this constantly like right. with sexual harassment and uh campaign finance reform mm-hmm. and things, the people that have been using this stuff to protect them from their own indiscretions or to help sure. raise money, they're like, oh, we don't want to change that because I don't want to risk losing any power. It's like, if you're part of the Democratic Party, the way the Democratic Party needs to work, it can't be about one person. It needs yeah. to be about the whole. And I mean, but I mean, they leadership needs to get smart about that. This is the same party whose leadership rolled back little things that Obama did, like saying Democrats shouldn't take corporate money. Mm-hmm. They rolled it back. It's like, Obama won. He, he was successful. At least, at least do what he did. I'm not saying, like, change completely, but at least do what the dude did who was winning. And, 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 and they, they rolled that back. It's, 
they they rolled it back. I, I I think that they're complex problems that need complex solutions. One of the things was uh, Obama won two terms, but there was there's a big drop off in like raising money for congressional seats and uh, grassroots work for Congress. So it's like you know what it needs to be. It can't be about one person. That's the biggest problem with Democrats. So they mm-hmm. look at one person and they're like, I'll vote. If that person's up for election, I'll vote if I like that one person. And they extrapolate from that. It's like, you know what? I don't like what that Democrat did. I don't need to bother with the Democratic Party. And it's just self-defeating. If you're you're only looking at one person, you're just going to screw over. I mean, of course, it it shouldn't be about a person. It should be about the issues, whatever those issues might be. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Messaging is a huge problem with the Democratic Party. It's yeah. what is their message? What is the what are they trying to sell you? Um, um, Alexandria was on uh, what is that show? Morning Joe, mm-hmm. and they asked her, you know, what is your what is your platform? Like, you know, what do you what do you stand for? She was boom, 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 boom. This is what I stand for. You know, Medicare for all, free p- public colleges, abolishing ICE, and boom, boom. And the whole panel was like. <gasps> We had Hillary Clinton up here. We had other Democrats up here. And we asked them what is their policy p- positions and platforms. And we got nothing but platitudes for two minutes. Well, they mm-hmm. just talked around, oh, our values unite us and we do this and that. And I was it's just like, say. And it's like they can't get a straight answer from most Democrats. So it's nice to just have somebody who is, this is what I stand for. This is, this is what I'm going to be fighting for you. That's it. I thought mm-hmm. it was interesting because I just read an article from Political, Politico, excuse me, uh, that interviewed Senator Tammany Duckworth for Illinois. She goes, they they were asked about the thoughts of um, Ocasio-Cortez's views and the, if they were the future of the party. And she goes, I think that this, I think that it's the future of the party in the Bronx where she is. I th- she goes she goes on to say I think that we as legislators need to listen to our constituency and get out there. I think what she did was she did the hard work. She pounded the pavement and she was out there talking to every one of her constituents. That sounds like a very conflicting message from people within your own party. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. I I honestly think it's true though because I mean what it's she true on like, one side, but she, at the same time, like this is what it is for the Bronx. Like it's just so conflicting to me. It's, right? It's not. It's not a good answer because no. she, it starts by saying like, "You guys, you guys do okay with that list of things." But what she put out was very reasonable. It mm-hmm. makes sense. Whatever. She just there's this feeling that, and there's a lot of truth behind it that something that plays in New York won't exactly play well in North Carolina or whatever. Mm -hmm. And and there's there's truth to it. But, um, like, the the thing she's she's honest about is that you figure out what your constituents want and you hit the streets and you... With that, yes. You go there and you do the talking. Now, the major problem is how do you get all the Democrats to talk the same, which is just what you were saying. Right. Because that is not what happened with what Tammy said. Right. But then the question is, if you look at polling... Nationwide, a lot of these things are are popular overall. Right. I mean, they're polling in the '60s and such like that. I mean, so, Medicare for all, universal health care, like all this stuff is polling generally positively across the United States. And so, if you have an incumbent who's been running un- unopposed for so long, who lost to someone who's been hitting the ground, you know, who was outspent at least ten to one, you know, because she listened to, to the constituents, and is it 
is it possible that maybe other Democrats are just not listening to their constituents? Yes. And that they, this might actually be what the people want, but they're yes. just tone deaf? I think it has to do with, like, are they bought then? Because that, the th- that was the thing that was happening with, like, Hillary Clinton. Everybody kept saying, like, she's bought too. Like, like are these, like, is Duckworth bought? Like, you can't say something like that because you you don't want to upset your quote-unquote donors. And this is what you were talking about earlier. Like, she doesn't really have, Ocasio-Cortez doesn't really have donors like that. Like, she just hit the fucking ground running and got the votes to work. And I think that most people in the Democratic Party right now don't, they want to, as you said, stay with the way that the old things work. They don't want to have to do the hard work for it. I, I right? think that, I think the part of it is your constituents can be wildly different, even mm-hmm. in the same party. Like uh, Silicon Valley Democrats, they, they think very differently than, yeah. Even New York City. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, these are two like very populous, rich areas, but mm-hmm. they, they actually think differently about these things. So how do Democrats come across with a message when they're different constituents think differently about different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you try to build support in Texas, it's strangely different from trying to build support in yeah. Florida. Mm-hmm. So, one thing would be trying to figure out a message that can work nationally yeah. and promote that. And also, I think part of what uh, Tammy Duckworth was going for is, I think the the reason she's like hesitant with this message is because mm-hmm. she doesn't want to... S- she doesn't want to have to follow along with everything that... Casio Cortez uh, is saying? Or, yes. Yeah. Like, she doesn't want her to be the voice of the party. Mm-hmm. Because... <laughs> she's She's new to the party. She's new to politics. And, like, you don't want to have to follow somebody who is untested. Right now, she won the primary, and she doesn't have to worry about the, um, the general election. Mm-hmm. She's... I mean, she she should, you know, obviously uh, keep out there and everything, but she's pretty much going to win mm-hmm. because it's a, it's a secure seat. Now, if you have some other people like senators and stuff, they, they're not as secure. Right, so they have to be careful with what they say. Yes. Got you. Mm-hmm. Then, then they should be listening to their constituents and see what people think, mm-hmm. you know? I just think that, I mean, maybe I'm being too, um, thinking too small here, but just she quote-unquote, hit the streets, or not even quote-unquote, like, literally hit the streets, figured mm-hmm. it out. Like, you would think that someone says, oh, hey, look, that worked for them. Let's see if that works for us. Am I right or wrong? Or, like... Yeah, no, it, it does work. Actually, yeah. I mean, it's been... It's been part of what's been going on in, like, special elections, because there have mm-hmm. been a lot of upsets and wins. Uh, so, yeah, you got to get out there, and you got you got to find those groups that have been like neglected and things like that. You you just can't you can't afford to miss anything because it takes so much to bring the coalition that the Democrats need out. Hmm. Cool. Well, did we want to give any like first thoughts on this Drake album for the people? What do we want to talk about? I I just end it here or we can keep going. I I'll, I want to say one thing about Drake is that uh People were, people were talking a little about the the end of Drake's career with how uh, how push it hit him, and I was like, no. I mean, and the way he rolled out this album, the way he rolled this album is like it is, it's very clear that he's still 
He's still here. His, yeah. his legacy is forever tarnished. And the impact of this project is forever, in, you know, tarnished. It's tarnished. Mm-hmm. But, you know, because imagine if you hadn't heard anything about him having a kid and then you heard the, the project where the kid is littered on a few tracks here and there and he yeah. he brings it up a few times here and there. It's like, damn, that'd have been like, oh shit, Dre got a kid, what? Oh, he's so sweet for not... Yeah, either way, this works for him. I mean, it would have worked better if we didn't know about the kid until. Because now you're going into it thinking this, this deadbeat so. dad. Oh, I mean, that's... I think, to me, I think, it, it, I think it's either way because I think... He, either way, he wins because people are listening because they want to know what he's going to say about his kid and then people start to listen because, oh shit, Drake has a kid. So that draws everyone to the album again. I I think either way he was he 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 won in this situation because I mean the motherfucker like broke the record for Spotify listens in one day. Like an I mean, yeah, day, but like, I mean shit, Ben just showed me earlier. It's it's cause it's everywhere on Spotify. You can't get is. off the front page of Spotify without getting five Drake true. playlists. True. True. That is true. Fuck. Yeah. If my album was plastered up there on the top five pages on Spotify, right. I, I may not break the record, but I've become pretty fucking but I close. Think, but we, I think we all can agree that Drake is a pretty big figure. And regardless of if it was plastered on Spotify, I think he still would have gotten that. He would. I mean, Attention. I'm sorry. One listen in, though, and it's like... How many Kanye's is, is this project? It's, uh. it's like what? What, 24 songs? So what is that? Three and a half Kanye's? Three and a half Kanye's. This shit is three and a half Kanye's long, yo. <laughs> I mean, seriously? You expect me to, to, to listen to three and a half Kanye's of fucking Drake? Yeah, I don't know. It, it was tough. I listened to the first um, CD and then I was like, fuck, I'm just going to go for like the, the buzz ones on the second one. Like, what's Dude, going yeah. on? No, like if, if he had condensed this to like even just, just two Kanye's, Mm-hmm. You know, I probably would have been able to digest it a little easier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking 24 songs, dude. Yeah. Shit. It was, it was crazy. I will say I did like March 14th. Like, Drake grabs me back as a fan whenever he does something honest and pure <laughs> because everything else to me, like, he does everything else well. Like, you, mm-hmm. you got writers to galore and everywhere. Oh, you know what? I need to look up and see. Well, we'll talk about that later. But, but anyway, um, March 14th was a was a song I kept going back to just because I like to hear him be honest. I like the intro. The intro was good, too. I like the intro. He's actually rapping and he's, he's, yeah. he's addressing some things. But I think there's a couple writers on that intro. <laughs> I can't. Like, I just can't. It's like, Drake. Though. How are you going to talk all this shit? And then you have two people on this fucking thing, especially like on emotionless. Like he's got all the writers for uh, Mariah Carey's emotion. You, uh, you know, you got me feeling emotions, of course, mm-hmm. because you need to give them credit right? for that part. Yeah. But then you like, so I don't even count them. I count the ones that seem like they shouldn't be there. So Aubrey's on there. Like it's not Is like forty you, on there. Forty's on there. Forty. Aubrey, I mean, of No ID executive produced this whole okay. thing, I believe. Because he's on every fucking track. Okay, no ID. So that's three um, people. Okay, who else was on it? Uh, fucking who else was on Emotionless? It was another name that I wasn't like maybe was taste something. No, there was no QM, but there was somebody else that's in the sweatshop. But I'm just saying, like, how you gonna how you gonna say all this shit? Like, hey, I gotta, I'm gonna cool off. I'm gonna be good. So I, y'all, because this is like the beginning of the album, or like Emotionless. Like, I'm gonna chill, chill out. But or actually, let me go back to Emotionless. Motionless doesn't have a hook. So, and according to rap fucking laws, 
You should not be letting anybody write your verse. <laughs> Who the fuck is writing for you, my nigga? Like, this is crazy. It, like, it just con- continues to happen. And I, I, I don't know. I like Drake, but I don't like Drake. Mm-hmm. I have a very conflicted relationship with this man. Just like every other woman he's ever been in contact with. Whoa. <laughs> and I ain't even fucked the nigga like what? And on that note, guys, uh, you know where to reach us at. All the social meds, all the inner tubes, the the web slingers. Uh, you can find us on everything at Through the Crate. Yeah. Yes, oh. you can. Oh, 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 wait, we got music going on? Okay. Through the crate. 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 I ain't fuck that nigga, but it's through the crate. Hey. And we out this motherfucker.